Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Today, we discuss Miro. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now, uh-huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, gathering information. You get buy-in from every team. Uh, you know, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. That's M-I-R-O.com. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Oh, eat it. Oh, we won. Oh, we won. Oh, we won. 
guess what, racist? There's another black bitch in the White House. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Well, you know what? What a difference a week makes. What a difference a, a week makes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Before we move on, we would like to feel the full measure of our joy. I okay? Mean... Our ecstatic joy. Let me tell you something. My joy went far back into the ancestors. Mm. Okay? Did you bring out the drinking gourd? Oh, girl, did you call I the did. ancestors I, I, around the I, fire? I, I, what would what, what Jewish people blow a shofar? <laughs> like Very that. Lion King-y. Yes. Oh. Or didgeridoo. Oh. <laughs> no. All of the, the Native Americans Brown were doing dances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All around the world. And I mean, we mean that in the most culturally no, well, loving, I'm respectful way we mean. Because every part of us around this planet went. I love one of my favorite headlines around the world was, I believe... Was it Australia or was it I? They had the few. Yeah, I was like, "Phew!" That was their headline. <laughs> <laughs> like, and for instance, you said it best on Saturday night when we all truly we just streamed out of our homes to celebrate, and it was like living in a musical. Yes. Um, people, I'm not kidding, throwing open their windows and going, "We won!" <laughs> like, I, like on cue. Francis was like, you know, you wrong. When people around the world celebrate you losing your job. Yes. I mean, by literally dancing, dancing in, in the, the streets. streets. <laughs> I mean, literally in Philadelphia, dancing in the streets. Dancing Woo! in the Woo! For hours. All you heard was not incessant car horns here. And yes. I mean, and it was beautiful. Yeah, all I've never for loved hours. a car horn. For, for hours. hours. People well screaming. And just stopping and going, we won! <laughs> you know? It was amazing. And, 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 and this is what I love. It's like, Every election that you've ever seen in your life, and you're significantly older than me. Significantly. Every election. Mm -hmm. Tell me, have we waited for it to be uh, credentialed or whatever? Certified. Certified. No, we celebrate the minute the network sets. Suddenly, the Republicans are the most careful motherfuckers you have ever Ever seen. seen. Oh, 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 no. When did the media star call an election? Since for fucking ever, bitch. And let me tell you you. something. When you think you're going to bring a suit in Michigan when he got beat by 145, 100,000 fucking votes, fuck you. Be clear about one thing. If you are looking for the conciliatory conciliatory sort of hands across our podcast this is it's not, not for you no nope. this is not this that podcast it. this ain't gonna be it today we have been we are we have not gone in on it quite yet online but be clear we're not ready to make nice no especially since i'm trying to figure out how you're supposed to make nice with somebody while they're still actively stabbing you girl <laughs> like, well, that, that i can't forgive you till you're done trying to kill me well here's my thing and i'm gonna say this to white folk to don't you step to another black folk person or person Thank of color you. or the lgbtqia community or a woman Thank and you. say you know what? We need to be nice to these people because Mm-mm. all I'm walking away from your from your suggestion, I'm walking away with 
stab wounds in my back and I'm bleeding out yes. in this country. Let me tell they you something. They are actively at this moment trying to steal black people's votes post-vote. Post-vote. Their only argument is that those votes aren't for them. They literally are, they literally drove, I'm going to tell you, I, it's a good thing I'm not in Michigan. Girl. Because had I been there, we barely talked my mom down from going down. She sure did. Because they, they had sure sent out an alert to um, lawyers, you know, the National Bar Association, I believe it was, in Michigan to go down because the, the Republicans were trying to interfere with the vote count and here's the thing they keep saying they wanted to have people watching there were people watching they had that's people right. in every single center watching and, that's but, a lie that that they're perpetrating can i just say point in right quick the suit to sue to get their watchers away uh, closer from nine feet to six feet yeah is egregious and crazy well it's it's so the ridiculous it's so ridiculous it's sincerely the most it's just trying to slow everything down that's right that's all it is well maybe they'll stop the voting while they make this decision that's right and um and and because it doesn't make any sense as an argument but the fact is to be clear and make sure everybody hear this Trump does not have to concede. There is no law. There's a yes, of course it is common practice. Of norms. course it is tradition. It is norms. But if we haven't learned by now that he don't give a fuck, I can't help you. The point is, it does not require that. And they can stand in the way all they want. We, we just have to ignore it and keep going. And, that, and I don't mean ignore it. I believe, I think in terms of the transition I- issues. Yeah. For our, from my point of view, and I think you agree, Francis. Hmm. Um, we do have a conversation that we have to have amongst ourselves about how to deal with these recalcitrant motherfuckers and their inability to move forward. And and frankly, I do not think it is the time yeah. to, to to forgive. I don't think I personally I have a problem with forgiving people who haven't asked for it, number one. And second of all, in they, they are still actively trying to destroy this democracy. The, well, the, if Trump can get people to go out into the streets today with guns, he will. So there's the, it is not meanwhile, the hands across the aisle. Me, meanwhile, you telling me extend your arms and no. let them stab you in the face. No, that's the problem. And you're absolutely right. We are not done. Yes, we celebrated on Saturday, but we it is Monday, and the fuckery is afoot. Everybody, right. it is they are thick with fuckery, and we what you have to what we have to recognize is the fact that here they come, and it is it is like the machines coming through, busting through to get to Zion. That's right. That's where we are. That's we right. are not. We are not at the end of the matrix. There are twenty minutes left in this fucking no. screenplay. Okay. That's right. We're not ready for detente. They're still on the battlefield. That's right. Like, everybody has to put away their guns before you can have... There's always a ceasefire before we talk treaty. We're still... They're still firing on us. Now, we're standing there and kind of just ignoring it, but that's going to have to stop because there are mechanisms that have to happen. And, And them getting... Like, for example, Trump firing people... Today is both, we're recording on Monday because we have a, a, a tech issue for tomorrow that we had, couldn't ignore. Um, but today, Trump, I can't even say it without laughing, Trump fired Mark Esper, his defense secretary. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which everybody thought, like, everybody thought that they would be able to make it through to the end of the, you know, to the, the inauguration. But that didn't even happen. So what does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. It means that. Trump is going to put somebody in that space who will listen to him, not release funds for the transition, which is more, again, fuckery to fuck over this nation and our safety. He wants to withdraw troops from Afghanistan Mm -hmm. and 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 the Pentagon is steadily saying no. 
No, we won't. It's not safe. So this is going to be interesting. I my It is my expectation, Angela, mm-hmm. that we see somebody walk up in there from the Pentagon and have a conversation with them. Well, I think that, that it's what I think is really going to end up happening is people just aren't going to do it. Yeah. And that's real. And that's literally that creates a whole other issue because as we've learned, the villainy you teach me, yeah, you know, um, from from Merchant Events, I will execute and it shall go hard, but I will better the instruction. And that is the truth. And I look at the situation and I go, the problem is and it's always been the problem. We said it from the moment Trump got into office that if the only it, it is a day, it is beyond a dangerous precedent to have a president that people stop listening to. Yeah, um, because that isn't how this is supposed, supposed to, to work. work. Yeah. And now we may want it in this moment, but we don't want it in the next one. And that's you can't operate that way. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Republicans look so stupid, because besides the fact that they are stupid, because the, the they literally advocate for things that they don't want. And they just advocated want them for their them. control yes. and their power to a man, to a cult figure. And, and, and this is what I see. And I'm going to just say it out loud. What I see is Republicans standing back, not taking up for the, um, the democracy of this country mm-hmm. and standing up for that and doing a, let's wait and see. Well, he might be able to take this country. We might be able yeah, they're all to they're power. Just, what they are now is they're they're enabling. They're enabling. They're, they're seceders from the union. They are they are threatening this democracy and the sanctity of our union, and and it's treasonous, traitorous, all of that. Um, and I think it's so interesting to watch because it is yet again. Of course, we all knew this from the minute he got in there. Um, but the nonpartisan center for presidential transition, which I will admit I didn't know existed. That's what I mean. Um, and I think we were all happier for that. Released a letter on Sunday that urged Trump to move ahead with the transition because we know how well he responds to letters and urging, you know, mm-hmm. words of writing. This is a quote from it. Well, while there will be legal disputes requiring education, um, adjudication rather, uh, the outcome is sufficiently clear that the transition process must now begin. The, these are the four members of the advisory board, which includes veterans of the Clinton, Obama, and George W. Bush administrations. The center has participated in presidential transition activities for four election cycles. Uh, the pressure is now on the General Services Administration, which, again, I'd never heard of, mm-hmm. which is uh, responsible for declaring a winning candidate and facilitating the transition process. It's Trump-appointed administrator, which, let's question how why how that works. Right. Um, Emily Murphy has yet has not yet affirmed Biden's victory. Which is fine um, at the moment, but the reality is, um, as James Clyburn said on Save the Union this weekend, he's the Democratic whip in the House and also, of course, one of Biden's advisor and the man who I say brought Biden this election mm-hmm. um, uh, said, he, uh, quote, what matters to me is whether or not the Republican Party will step up and help us preserve the integrity of this democracy. I believe we have that answer today and the answer is no. That, right. We, we got to stop. We're looking. not waiting for it. No. They're giving it to us right now. That's right. Fox News has called it. Yeah. Like just just. Either they're going, it, the fact that they're not stepping up now is exactly what you just said, Francis. Absolutely. They aren't going to. They're waiting it out, which isn't stepping up. So let's not, let's hold them all accountable because we, if we didn't get them out this time, a lot of these people like Rubio, they're up for election in two years. That's right. So 
a lot, you know, we have an opportunity at midterms. And of course, we actually aren't done. We have two runoff elections that are going to happen in for the two Senate seats in Georgia, which could change everything. And we're and we're still and here's the thing. We have got to finish getting these final votes yes. in counting because what we need to do is is assign these last uh, electoral co- college votes to Biden, the, to the ones that he's won to solidify yeah. his electoral college. Oh, lead. yeah. And also, I believe we might find out Democrats one more thing. Because yes. I, I, if I were Trump, I wouldn't be having them count again. I yeah. don't think that that's going to help you. The only thing that can help you is trying to figure out a way for them to not count black people's votes. Um, because here's the, you know, and now we can, I guess, talk about what the, we talked about this last on, with, on Stephanie Miller, and we've talked about this a little bit, but the other thing we unfortunately learned in this election is that there are 69 million. We, we were on the happy hour with um, Malcolm Nance this yes. week or last week with, with mom. It was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but the, and he put it, I think very succinctly and well, we've learned that there are 69 million racist fanatics in this country. Yep. And, and that, that is, I have to tell you a good 60 million more than I thought there were. No, not me. I thought in terms of fanatical, I was like, you know, that's a, that's at this 10%, right? I expected, I expected him to get maybe 50 million votes. The same as he got before. Mm-hmm. He brought up gender. Yeah. Another well, 20 million If we people. trust all that, yeah, and I do trust it, you know, but I, you know, this, and so the thing that, one of the things is, as of right now, Democrats didn't flip a single state house chamber. No. No. They and didn't. Again, you know, and I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. We just got better turnout in places that we, uh, that we already had. That's right. Part. We did not combat what they, what Except Trump came out like hellfire with the uh, simple narratives about socialism and AOC. And they were going to come for your, your white women in the suburbs. And let me tell you something. It, it worked. worked. And let me, t- and it let me say this again. Than I thought it did. The narratives matter. Yep. And, and, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep on calling white folks to task. Every white friend you got that's a Republican. Every white family member that is a Republican. I don't care how many phone bakes you fucking did. If you won't have the confront, the com- confront, if you will not confront those people in your lives, I'm not saying you don't speak to them anymore. Well, I'm not saying you got to hate them. Well, but if you don't make your point, your narrative, your life, then you might as well crawl the fuck back over the barricade and live your life amongst them. Get out. Well, you're facilitating them. Get You're out. telling them that nothing in their life has to change while they actively try to disenfranchise most of the population. You're telling them that you aren't going to stand up against their racism, their xenophobia, that you, that it's not, you would rather not have an uncomfortable moment. That's if it right. means if in order to, to stand up for what are allegedly your principles. And the thing about principles is they're only, they're only important when they're inconvenient. But you then you're going to have the nerve that it's an insult then for you to, to cry about George Floyd. That's it's an exactly right. And, like, and I don't know. And we've, we've had in our own lives, we've, we've been talking to people about it because I will tell you guys, because we love you that our, we're, through yeah like like i just i don't have it in me right now i just don't i don't know if i ever will again have it in me to be okay with coddling racists and with acting like you know if we love them enough or we appeal to them enough Mm-mm. it's no these are bad people the Mm-mm. idea that it's okay to rip kids away from their parents and, and vote for it again and do it yeah like like they are these are just bad people and i and, and not standing up it's not enough 
to say I didn't vote for him. I need you to say I have no I have no affiliation with this Republican Party. And I need you to actively be working against the racism and actively be working against the xenophobia and the homophobia and all that. It is not okay. And and I I've had it with it with people saying, well, you know, it's just so uncomfortable. What do you do? What do I do? I haven't talked to my brother in almost two years because he's homophobic. That's what you do. You make you give them no quarter. Like it's it's we have to you have to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Yeah. And it's and, it, and and that is my point is that I don't have a choice about it. Let me tell you that when I was in college, my first year of college at U of M, Michigan, um, I had an English class. And um, the professor one day, we were in class and out of nowhere, apropos of nothing, right? Mm-hmm. We weren't talking about, we were talking about whatever book it was we read. And it mm-hmm. was just, it was like some high school. It was one of those like, you're right. first, you're now you're in college nah. transition English classes. Right. Um, so uh, it was something, I think literally like the Scarlet Letter, like right. something very simple, whatever. Right. But uh, this person says, uh, I don't like that black students got in here easier than white students. What the fuck? I mean, out of nowhere. In English? Yeah. I was like, wait, what? I looked up. And I mean, people missed it because they so weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so then he, me and this student got into it. And I mm-hmm. stood up and I was like, I know for a fact I did better than you. And he's like, how do you know that? Because you just said that. That's how I know. You're yeah. clearly stupid. Yeah. And so we went, <laughs> we had a thing. And um, and, and I was mad because nobody stood up with me, yeah. the other black students. And when I asked black students on the way out about it afterwards, they all went, I'm here to get mine. So fuck all of them. Um, but the professor stopped the argument where right? he got in between. He said, you know what I find interesting about this? And then he waxes on. He doesn't say anything about the lie right. that, uh, that this kid just said. Right. Anything about, you know, or prove it. Show me something, you yeah. know. Um, but what he does is as if there's some middle ground between straight up racism and not. That's right. So, and, and so he goes, you know, and he tells this story of how like a week or two before this, he ended up having lunch with the Grand Dragon of the Michigan clan because a friend of his is a history professor at U of M and he was, he's studying the clan. And so he's interviews them. And so they went out to lunch, by the way, at the, at the vegan restaurant in Ann Arbor, of course, Seva, which I was like, you took a Nazi, a fucking clan drag grand dragon to save ah anyway so they had lunch there and he talked about how what a pleasant man this man was and he was so surprised at how they were able to you know they had a lovely lunch and maybe we all just need to learn to learn something about each other and i was like you're a white guy yeah what happens if i come over and here's the thing and i so i wrote we had to keep a journal in that class mm-hmm. so I, my journal for that night was how much that hurt me how offensive i thought the whole thing was mm-hmm. how he had a responsibility to stand up and say it is not okay to say things like that you're mm-hmm. wrong and he didn't he abdicated his responsibility as a professor and as an official at this university mm-hmm. and also what happens when your black student which i very easily could have been there that day and walked up to say hi to you yeah. and this man turns and calls me a nigger and punches me where do you gonna do then is it so easy to be his friend then yeah like i'm like it's like and he just wrote back he's like well you wrote chat i still have the journal i can pull out he's like what you wrote really challenged me and i'm like i'm sick of challenging you that's right i'm sick of challenging you and i and and we're coming down hard because it's i'm gonna tell you sun last sunday night was hard i really i went and looked and looking at looking at pete Buttigieg saying it's time to reach across the aisle it's time for us to to you know believe the rhetoric behind it's time for us and then underneath that tweet shut up you fucking faggot uh go to hell you fucking socialist faggot like and i'm like this is who you're you're talking talking to to? are you kidding me they called you the f word over and over again and people were screenshotting the tweets and being like really mayor pete really 
Like it isn't okay. And we do. And I'm sorry. And I'm not sorry yeah, well, that it's well, uncomfortable for you. But at, think about what it's like all fucking day long, 24 hours a day. There's never a minute of this day when I just get to be fucking me. Well, and, and, and I'm just, I just can't hear it. I'm not here for your white martyrdom is where I am at. I am not here for, to, you will not no longer use me as a black person, as a pawn again. Yeah. I just, I just, I just. It's over. But you know what I also wanted to do? I wanted to talk to about talk to our joy. That's what it speaks to our joy point. about Kamala Harris getting elected. Too. Joy is not a big enough word. I and, know. and this is the thing we all need to know that all of us, the the two hundred where are we at? Ninety electoral votes so far. You know, mm-hmm. all of all of you who showed up, all of you who went out on the streets and who know the joy, you made this happen. We have now broken a ceiling that I really, especially after Hillary, did not think would happen in our lifetime. Yeah. And was concerned about for this. For this, and, That was a big you didn't argument. See, I didn't see it coming this uh, election cycle. But and I just the fact that we have, I mean, all the boxes, that all the ceilings that she broke, mm-hmm. a woman in the executive branch, in, in the second highest office in our country, a Ch- black woman, a woman of color, a, a Indian, child, a, a, a child, child of immigrants, child of immigrants who have, of two very distinct, you know, and beautiful cultures who, who represent presents them both with honor a woman who hasn't had children like in a, like in a, all in a, mixed, mixed, in a mixed marriage thank you it's like it is just amazing and i feel like in their racism they missed a lot of things they could have said about her because yeah. they just all they could see is blackness right but like i i you know they would have all been fucked up and wrong but a different attacks they could have taken they're just like whatever but it is and also joe biden like this is a man who's been running for a really long time mm-hmm. and i have to say the first politician i have ever seen thank properly thank black people yeah Absolutely. Oh, girl, you know what? That's a whole nother podcast. But you know what, Angela? What, Francis? The season of giving thanks is upon us. Mm. The special day of turkey, family, and football will be here before you know it. Before gathering with your family in whatever way you do to share in your Thanksgiving traditions, it's important to allow some extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. I use it every morning before I take my dogs out. I'm hand to God every morning. Yeah. The results will last for hours so you can relax surrounded by loved ones knowing that you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon and you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit Buyplex, that's B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say code sexy liberal. This order also comes comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit Buyplex, that's B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say code sexy liberal at checkout. You know what else, Angela? What, Francis? This is the Black Friday special for the holiday season. Let me tell you. Just for our listeners, the clean phone, the top brand in UV sanitizing, is now offering their top-rated, top-selling, best-reviewed wand product at 50% off and 
free two-day shipping. What? Yes. The Clean Phone Wand is a handheld UV sanitizer that helps you eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and kill viruses in seconds on virtually any surface. Yeah, it uses the same proven sanitizing technology employed by hospitals. Use it on packages, groceries, keyboards, tablets, money. I mean, everything. That's right. Take it with you everywhere. At 50% off and free two-day shipping for a limited time, it's the perfect gift for anyone who needs it. It's super portable and with days of battery life you can take it anywhere and make sure your environment is clean and safe that's right because covid cases are on the rise so get the clean phone wand at 50 percent off now and they'll take 60 percent off a second wand a great holiday gift for family and friends go to the new deal that's the new deal this is an early black friday special so don't miss it go to the new deal right now do it Yes. So I'm glad that you said that because it's absolutely true that, you know, those are the, let's get back to our joy because, yes. because people, you worked hard and I mean, you worked hard. We have friends like Kelly house, etc. people who literally worked this yes. election, you know? Um, but everybody worked hard. Everybody stayed focused. Everybody. And, and when I think about how Democrats pull together, I A coalition. Am, I am really like, proud of us all i'm proud of i'm proud of our native american brothers and sisters in new mexico yep. in arizona really across this nation yep. who because this is what i have to say and i said it on stephanie miller before it, it, here's the thing when people i know that there are people white people have come to me throughout over the last 30 years since i've been voting as a as an adult and said why don't people from the black community vote their interests as much, you know, at various mm -hmm. points, right. you know? And what I can tell you is depression is real. Oppression is real. Yeah. And so the fact that Native Americans who have been treated the worst, I think, in this country, because they had it stolen from them and then killed and murdered. To this day. They're to still this day. <laughs> like, yeah. Those people came together, got it together in, in the oppression. And I'm going to tell you something. If you're not from an oppressed group, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Okay? They got it together, and they went out and they voted. The Latinos, again, oppressed in New Mexico, oppressed in Arizona. The way that people treat and disrespect mm -hmm. our Latino brothers and sisters as if they don't even exist, looking over them, past them. You're only good enough to watch my fucking kids. You know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Came out organized. We owe, we are a coalition. The LBGTQIA community always have, has always mm -hmm. been involved and, and ready on the forefront the of the fight. The differently able, handicapable Like it just, it just really was in, in a solid coalition. And this does not mean we don't have discussions to have or that we don't have differences or things we need to t deal with. But we, everybody understood the existential threat before us. Yes. And that, that really none of that can matter when you're facing what is absolutely a fascist takeover of our country. And at this point, if you didn't, if you thought that was hyperbole, I hope that you now see it isn't. Yeah. Because we literally are looking at a person who's refusing to leave office. Yes. So um, that's, I think that looking at all of those things, I think that all that's important and understanding that, that again, having Kamala Harris be the vice president and we haven't even, I'm just excited for when we really get to feel that. That's right. You know, and to see a man be uh, in, in the role of being the supporter mm -hmm. partner, you know, um, I am, 
I can't tell you what it means. I mean, all the little girls as Kamala mm-hmm. and all the kids, uh, you look all over social media and see people saying, my daughter looked to me and said, mom, I can be president. Yes. And, and I just, you know, like I've said before on this, I think on this podcast, like the only reason I ever smoked weed was because one day I just, I didn't for years. And then finally one day I went, you're not going to be president. Right. You're a black person. That's a black woman. I'm like, I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I like- know that that's sort of ridiculous, but that is exactly what happened. And it's, it's just the idea that like my sister is pregnant and we're all really excited and she, her baby's doing early April. And I'm like, that little girl will be mm-hmm. born into a world where anything is possible. Absolutely. If you can't be it, if you don't see it, y'all. Okay. And I mean, you can't be it if you don't see it. It's just incredible. And, and, and that is absolutely true. And I think that sometimes when we're in our lives, especially if we're privileged people, we can, we, it's hard to understand that, but you can't make dreams out of nothing. That's right. And, and I remember I once, I had a friend who worked in a public school in uh, Redford, Michigan, and it's very, you know, economically disadvantaged area and whatever. And all of his students uh, happened to be black in this school. And um, he asked me to come in and talk to him when I worked at Second City to talk about being an actor. You know what I spent most of the time talking about? Mm-hmm. Having my own apartment. Yeah. They were intrigued and baffled that as an adult woman, I lived, I had a roommate, you know, but lived in an apartment. I had no kids. I wasn't living with my mom or some other family member. I was supporting myself financially. Mm. Like they were intrigued by a, uh, by that was a dream deferred. Yeah. Fuck being president. Yeah. You know, like getting an apartment, having your own place. That's crazy talk. Well, for our final word, what we're going to do is send you off here real quick with well, some some um words from other people in the country. I who... do want to say something about Atlanta real quick. Oh, please. Yeah, that I was going to talk about them in the um... Oh, yeah, we can talk about it there. Okay. Yeah, uh, but please. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to throw out these last couple of words from people across the country because I think that it's amazing. Alex in Massachusetts, he says, it's finally over. And as an LBGT person, I was scared for me and my family's safety, but it's finally over. Pamela in New Jersey said, I'm a deeply emotional person. I'm deeply emotional today. Kamala Harris has made history. She is such an inspiration for women, especially women of color. Today, I'm proud to be a woman of color. This is great. This is a great country. It's black. You got black people screaming. This is a great country. This shows that women can do anything. We are one step closer to the presidency. And one more, uh, Nicole in Illinois, I am an immigrant. I'm a black woman. I'm a mother uh, to a U.S. female sailor. I am a small business owner. I have pre-existing conditions. I can breathe again. Thank God. Bless Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yay! I... I, you know, as much as we express our pain, let me tell you about how much has healed. Yeah. And, and how confident I am that we are so much closer in many ways than I, you know, Trump has done a lot of damage, but he's also, I think, woken a lot of people up. Yeah. Um, and I think the combination of this horrible, horrible, autocratic, bullshit, dumb, twisted presidency, along with this horrible pandemic... Um, really, you know, open people's eyes up to be able to see George Floyd, to be able mm-hmm. to see um, to see what happens to black and brown people in this country. I think having a president who started in his first weeks by making a Muslim ban, but like, like, like just really this, none of this was veiled. No, no, you no. know, from and, jump. Which is why I am. I woke up even more determined after finding, uh, you know, they finally called it for Joe Biden. 
I woke up even more determined the next day to know that we have just as much work to do. Yes. Because there, you know, and I'm going to tell you that and we the, ne- we better not lose votes voting. I, I need all this. I need these numbers to continue to go up, not to go right. down for the next, not for midterms. We're not going to have this midterm problem again. Well, uh, well, this is what I believe why people were were distraught on Wednesday of last week was, wait a minute, we did all this work. Yeah, we worked this hard for four years and. This didn't turn not one of their minds. It added $20 million to them. Well, this is, and it, it needs to be said, if you can't learn, if we can't hear, we've been saying it, but if we can't hear this, stop trying to recruit people who are absolutely diametrically opposed to you. There's a whole, there are still millions upon millions of people in this country who do not vote. There are still millions upon millions of people who will probably never vote or vote erratically and, and you know, yeah. not every election. Those are the people, anybody who aligns themselves with Trump is just let it go. If they're going to come around, they'll come around, but it's not going to be because of us. Yeah. So let th- 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 let's not waste any more time, money, energy on those on those people yeah. you're not going to tap a racist into not being a racist that's not how it works yeah i'm not saying that people can't change and grow i'm just saying that's not a party platform right so we have to start engaging people and getting people engaged in this process who aren't already that that's the work we need to and, do and we need to i'm going to tell you we need coalitions to, through action we need to come up with some stronger narratives yeah and i mean and those narratives are and and here's the thing those narratives we have to pick up they have to flow down to us they just can't be the narratives that chuck schumer or nancy pelosi these are narratives that we have to figure out how to communicate in our regular lives to those people in our communities because we're not all in a blue community well and i think number one is that people who are divisive or divisive are are you know you got to look at what they're doing and why and i think the point here is you know and when you have a big tent you're going to have arguments yeah you know you're going to have things you don't agree about but we could be respectful we could not, you know, when I, when I, you know, I'm, I would like us all to grow up and, and stop, you know, when we have these disagreements, let's really bring our, our arguments to the table. Let's That's really right. sit down and listen to each other and try to talk and hear each other instead of insulting, refusing to listen, all of that. Like you want to talk, you, you really think you're going to talk somebody into socialism by telling them that they're wrong. Yeah. Like, and that they're, that they're a capitalist pig or whatever. Like uh, that's not we how gotta, it works. Yeah, Let me tell you something. I've worked narrative. as like, I've worked to recruit people to communism. That's not how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's not how you do it. So um, I think that, that we have an opportunity here to be, to, I actually, to be something I didn't know if we actually had anymore, which is our better selves. Yeah. I was like, maybe that was always a pipe dream. Yeah. And now I think it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us at frangelo08 at gmail.com and also at idiotoftheweekweekweek at gmail.com. We are catching up, chugging mm-hmm. along, and we thank you. This is from Daphne R. Thank you so much. She says, <laughs> ladies, 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 I'm writing to, uh, writing as a ghost because your your last final word killed me. I feel like I should start by apologizing because I think I opened the hey money can of rancid worms <laughs> and, at the previous <laughs> drunk brunch. But that show was a gem, especially for black women. But honey, yes, drag Sam Cedar for filth. Yes, we did. Oh, you know what? I did not mean to do that, Daphne. Well, this is it's such a great. We wrote back. Thank you, Daphne, for writing. And you, you have nothing to apologize for because 
in life, this thing, we're always going to tell you the truth. Yes. And we're not always right. We know that. We don't try to perp like we are. We don't try to act like we know more than we do. And we are only talking about ourselves and our own opinions. We're not trying to put that on you. But be clear about something. Sometimes when you start a sentence, yeah. You really don't. You think you know where you're going to end it. But you but don't you know. Don't. And I you saw it know. happen when with Francis. This, we hadn't talked about it beforehand. No. It was just in the email stack. It was one of the emails I put in the stack. Yeah. And so when she read it, it just happened. And I was like, I didn't know we were going here. But the thing is, everything was true. Yeah. And so it was a while, it was a long time ago. But clearly, this is the thing about pain. Physical pain, that's why it doesn't bother me. It goes away, you know, or you don't remember it. You don't relive it every time. You, you know that it hurt when you broke your leg, but you don't feel it again. Emotional pain, you feel every time and sometimes just as bad as the first time. And that's what we learned or, oh. or relearned. Relearned. Um, I was like, oh. And when that came up. Oh, 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 oh. This isn't where I thought it was. Yeah. I, you know, I thought I had put oh, it in a place. Was done. You thought you it was know. done. And no, oh, it isn't. Oh, 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 oh. And I knew oh, I had feelings about done. it. Because literally whenever Sam comes on, yes. Chris Hayes, I turn it off. I right. can't even watch it. Yeah, I can't sit there and be told that he's a liberal pundit. I no. just can't. Um, but... But I didn't feel like, I was like, but when you started talking, I was like, yeah, I'm down with this. <laughs> like, let, me, no, like, let me get on this Bronco. Come no, on, let's I, ride. No, I feel it too. So but, but Daphne, thank you, actually, Daphne, because this is a time of unburdening ourselves, I ooh, feel. Girl, yes. We are ripping off Band-Aids and sometimes scabs are coming with it. And I'm just mm-hmm. saying that, that a little of that's going to have to happen in healing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Got to break an egg to make an omelet. What you got over there, Angela? Uh, this is Shelton Game. This is the, the subject lies Shelton Game Theory, the calculus of whether you should commit a crime <laughs> when i tell you george J that i want to write this paper immediately um he says he's quoting me i guess you have to weigh all the possibilities if i get caught what happens you have to add that into your calculation of risk you dumb fuck <laughs> apparently that's a quote for me this is my favorite thing of the week although i do concede it is not as gentle a method of instruction as the callier helensky method that's right thanks for the laughs this week ladies this was a deep belly laugh thanks again george Thank you, George, for listening mm-hmm. and writing. We appreciate you. Thank you. What else you got to learn? This is from Joyce W. Hi, Frangela. It's about Sam Cedar. Um, I was disappointed to hear your experience with Sam Cedar acting in a way that wasn't fair to you or supportive of you. Just want you to know that I just moved a small monthly Patreon contribution from Sam to you. He should have been a better ally to you. Thanks, that Joyce. was not our point, <laughs> Joyce, but thank you very much. We greatly you, appreciate you. I don't want to lie to y'all. I'm going to tell the truth. I am not always my best self. <laughs> And this is one of those moments when I tell you there's something even sweeter about the Patreon contribution that comes. <laughs> like, I was like, ooh, that, that, is, that money is even cr- a little bit crisper. Doesn't it? It just um, smells so and, and really, it's quite seriously, the Patreon money is supporting us. Yeah. That in the Sexy Liberals virtual tour. So we cannot thank you enough. We know that times are hard for everyone. Everybody. So we really appreciate it. But that money even tasted just a little bit. That, that, I'm going to tell you something. Even uh, Verizon, I think, felt it when they got it. Oh, this is one last one. This is from Lisa F. She goes, the greatest story ever told. Oh, my living gods. Yes, Jesus, make it so. I'm so excited. I think she's talking about Dune. Yeah, she, this is about yeah. us. Our, we, when the new Dune movie comes out, which I believe is in December. No, not this year. It's, it's off. They, they pushed it back another year. Oh, fuck no. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Travis and I are gutted. Yes. I totally gutted. I know. It was supposed to be this December, wasn't I it? I know. Oh. Well, I guess that gives us more time. If you saw our coffee with Carl, if you were in that Zoom mm-hmm. with Carl Frisch, we wore our um, Benny Gesserit costumes yes, for did. that um, on Halloween. But damn. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. 
No, she says, uh, just done sending Steph a quick thank you note regarding slut. Uh, I had an utter blast. It's just not the show, which really gets better each month. Thank you so much. It's the pre-show cocktail hour. And this time I bought myself the VIP for my birthday. Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday to you. Y'all, that was everything and more. John stayed late, blue and blew our minds. Steph was warm and loving. Hal was hilarious. And y'all were speaking my mind. It was just so awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All my love, Lisa F. Lisa, you know what? Thank you so much. And we want to remind everybody... Not this weekend, but next weekend is our next sexy liberal show. What? It's, and it's here going to so be quick. Great and, you know, full of celebration and laughs. So come on by. I don't know. We don't know what this country going to be going through. But make sure that you go to sexyliberalrightnow.com, sexyliberal.com right now, and pick up your tickets for the next sexy liberal show because it is the bomb. It is totally fun. The shows are great. We're so excited we had a meeting this morning. So much cool, funny stuff is planned for this show. Yes. Um, You are going to love it. You're going to have a great time. And now it's time for Resistance Wrap Up. That's right. Um, So in case you don't know, but I'm sure you do, we got a runoff, two runoffs that we need to work on that could give us control of the Senate Mm -hmm. um, in Georgia, which can we please give it up to Stacey Abrams? Because she and other organizations there that all worked in coalition, but really Stacey Abrams, the fact that when she lost, she didn't go do something else. That's right. She went home to Georgia and she began organizing. That is why Georgia is competitive. They that put, is why we got, that is why Biden is carrying Georgia. Let me tell you something. They put $40 million of infrastructure in terms of fair fight. They took $40 million. And I'm going to tell you something. That is a better use of our money. Then, yep. then, then putting a hundred million dollars into North Carolina, where J- Lindsey Graham took, still took the state by twelve points. Well, you know what? I do think that that was a good use of money because you're building great, the infrastructure it, so that you know that that's a steady increase. Yeah, we weren't the, the, those were dreams, Kentucky yes. and and Lindsey Graham were dreams. But this is the thing: I think he's done. I think this is his last term, and I think it's McConnell's last term. Yeah. Um, and and we can make sure of that. Yeah. So I do think that 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 money is money well spent. But here's the thing: we can take care of this now. And and we need to all be focused on these two races. For example, give it up to Andrew Yang. Love you, boo. Apparently, Andrew Yang announced this weekend he's moving to Georgia to help the Democrats win these two runoff elections. I love... Let me tell you something. You go ahead. I love me some Andrew Yang. I would like to see him in the cabinet. I would love... I don't. I, he may be a little something. early for people. I don't know, but I, I would. would I would like to see him. He's in got the a cap- great yeah, mind. I really do think so, and I really think that they, he's got an amazing future. And I really like. I really did like. I think his campaign. You know, it was obviously a long shot in a lot of ways, but he th- he didn't really get to explain the universal income, basic income, the way that he could have because it really is a beautiful. It's amazing concept that's been really actually well researched, mm-hmm. but. Um, he tweeted, great news, Yang Gang. Evelyn and I are moving to Georgia to help Ossoff and Reverend Warnock win. This is our only chance to clear Mitch out of the way and help Joe and Kamala get things done in the next four years. More details to come, but let's go. See, that is how you work. That is it. That, that is, is how it. you work. So in, to support that and go even f- further. If you can't move to Georgia, what can you do? We're going to tell you how to donate to the Georgia Senate runoff election. Eight ways to help the races before January. That's right. You can do a lot of things. First of all, although they have it last here, our, I would put first fair fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, Stacey Abrams group. It's a nationwide group combats 
voter suppression promotes free and fair elections. Its home base is in Georgia, and that is uh, her organization. Then we got the Black Voters Matter Fund. Okay. Then you can go to the ACLU of Georgia. Okay. Asian Americans Advancing Justice Atlanta. Great organization. Yes. The New Georgia Project. That's a well-regarded effort to register and engage voters, credited with enrolling over a half a million people. It's technically uh, considered nonpartisan, but they are associated with the candidate Stacey Abrams. So they're going to be out in force in the, in this time during this time. NAACP Georgia mm-hmm. also. And Galileo? Galileo, I think. Well, Galileo, thank you. Thank it's a nonpartisan you. group building civic engagement in the Latino community. Wonderful. Their substantial voter reg- registration arm ra- aims to make sure that all eligible Latinos are both registered and turn out. So if you, you know, and I'm, and it may not seem like it, but $5, whatever you got. Yeah. If you got to get five people together to get $5, do it. Um, because we have an opportunity here. And if we can get everyone to vote, I, we can, we can do it. Mm-hmm. I know we can. It may seem I know. hard, but we can. And then, we're going to fix this. We'll we, fix all this shit. We'll fix it all. We want to remind you that you can become a Frangela Patreon by going to patreon.com. Please and, and thank you to we everyone. Appreciate, yeah, everybody. When you do, you get it. three micro idiots a week plus messages and other fun things. So please, if you can, check that out. We also remind you to check out all the podcasts on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. They are lovely and amazing mm-hmm. and all entertaining and informative in their own ways. You can always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday morning for the Black Power Hour. Yes. You can go to Cameo.com and get a a message from us. You know, a little video message. They're really fun at Cameo. And um, also, as we mentioned before, there's a new Sexy Liberal Virtual Tour show coming up. Yeah, It's the 23rd, the 24th. Mm -hmm. It's not this Saturday, but the Saturday after that. So go get your tickets. Get your VIP tickets or your brunch hangover brunch tickets, which is totally fun. Yes. Um, And And we got a lot to celebrate. So get your asses in those rooms. I am excited. We got to make a a prop run, too. It's a good week. It's a good week. So feel the joy. Allow yourself that joy. Joy, and let's get to work. Yes, I'm Francis Callie. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final, Final Word. And thank you to our amazing production team, Gail and Laura. We love you. The season of giving thanks is upon us. The special day of turkey, family, football will all be here before you know it. But before gathering with your family in whatever way you do to share your Thanksgiving traditions, it's important to allow some extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results will last for hours. I use it every morning. We all use mm-hmm. it. It is amazing. So you can relax, surrounded by loved ones, knowing that you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, and you can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday, okay? For you real. can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplex, that's B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash sexyliberal, 
or call 800-685-1292 and say code SEXYLIBERAL. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplex.com, that's B-U-Y-P-L-X.com slash SEXYLIBERAL or call 800-685-1292 and say code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. Today, we discuss Miro. Listen, when it comes to running client workshops, the dream, of course, is to get those creative juices flowing, right? But typically what ends up happening is thousands of hours get wasted because of poorly facilitated meetings. So I have Maya with me today. She's a consultant who runs Fortune 100 workshops from leadership training to team building, and she has the insider tip on what makes things work. Maya? Thank you, Jason. I've been doing this a long time. My number one tip is to bring everyone into that visual collaboration platform. So personally, I use Miro and it's completely changed how I interact with the room. You have to give people a way to feel like they're in the room, even when they're not. That's something you can do easily in Miro. Otherwise, they've seen the same slides and format thousand times. Falling asleep, eyes glazing over, yawns, all that. Exactly. When people follow me on the Miro board, everyone is literally going on a journey with me. We're adding thoughts, we're reacting, and we're voting for the best ideas. It's great. Connective magic. I like it. That's M-I-R-O dot com. 